Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Joe Zimmel and Valerie Friedman. If you like to eat, drink, and be merry, you're in the right place. Faith here with a welcome toast. It was Charles Merrill Smith who said, A cocktail party is a device for paying off obligations to people you don't want to invite to dinner. Please feel free to consume this show podcast in one bite, two bites, or oops, I ate the whole thing. It's great to have you joining the party on the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze, the place to have a good time. We're going to talk about gluten-free recipes that are so terrific. It doesn't even matter who's gluten-free at your table. Everybody's going to like this. My treasured food buddy is here, Chris Brasberry, senior contributor of Metro Beast Restaurant in Simsbury, Connecticut, and Robert Landolfi, our special guest, who is author of Quick Fix Gluten-Free. Now, here's what we're doing. When you're a gluten-free eater, you skip over large segments of restaurant menus. You try to ignore your feeling of loss. Well, here's the great news. You can make the delicious classics you miss and not have to suffer through a second-rate version. Robert Landolfi is back with his second new cookbook, Quick Fix Gluten-Free. Robert's wife has celiac disease. Millions of people now have become highly gluten sensitive. And how about this? Do you want sugar glazed cinnamon rolls? You can make them. Fish and chips, done. Turkey and tart apple meatloaf, grilled mojo, pork tenderloin, tortilla crusted flounder with grilled pineapple salsa. That one uses crushed corn tortilla chips. And it's really delicious. Robert's food is great whether you're gluten-free or not, so you can make it for anyone. He's a culinary arts instructor at Central Connecticut State University, a Johnson & Wales Culinary School grad. His main job is as culinary development manager at the University of Connecticut. He knows his way around food. He has all kinds of appetites to please, as you can imagine, at UConn, at work and at home, by the way. And if you're gluten-free, it's great to have, I'm sure you feel this, I do. It's great to have somebody working on your behalf who knows what good food needs to taste like. We don't want metallic taste in something just because it's gluten-free. So we have recipes from the new book. We're going to talk and give you ideas. And of course, we'll tell you throughout this show that this book I chose is our thank you gift to you or someone you love for supporting this show and what you enjoy on WNPR. Chris, Robert Landolfi, welcome back to the Food Schmooze. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, great to have you here. All right. I can't wait to get into this. I know that I, too, feel better eating low-gluten or gluten-free That's a surprise to me, but it's true. I just feel so much better. So I'm interested in this, and I'm interested in serving our audience because we have so many people who are gluten-free. 
This is a multi-billion dollar industry. Let me assure you, it's not a fad. Huge growing part of the population. And Chris, your, your restaurant? Yeah. Every, every day. single day. Lots of people. people that come right? in with full-blown celiacs or just the gluten intolerance. And the exciting thing is we're in a time where people are saying, right, Robert? Let's do so. Your wife has celiac My disease. wife has celiac, and three of my boys are all gluten intolerant. So I live in a gluten-free household. So we have a trained <laughs> chef, thank God, who is to, who's coming up. Let's get right into the sugar-glazed cinnamon rolls. If you're in a bakery, I was just in New York. I'm in a French bakery that everybody's raving about. And I'm standing like a child with my nose pressed up a gla- against the glass. And I said, is there anything here that's gluten-free? And they, and they like, said, Yes. There are these cookies. And some and, water. But, but, <laughs> and so I I was looking at the rolls. And so, uh, Robert, this is exciting to me. So sugar-glazed cinnamon rolls. Tell me about that. You these. know, I owned a bakery in the late 90s, and it wasn't a gluten-free bakery, but my wife actually worked there with me. And one of our most popular items was the cinnamon roll. And the only reason I sold the bakery was because she was diagnosed with celiac disease in the year she 2000. Be around I knew it couldn't be a family business, so I sold it. And so... About two years later, she turned to me and she goes, remember those cinnamon rolls that we used to do at the bakery? She goes, do you think you can do those again? And I said, you know, let me try. And so I went into the kitchen and by this point, I made plenty of mistakes in the past when I experimented, but I started to really understand how blending these gluten-free flours works and how if you blend them properly, you're not going to have any type of aftertaste. And you're also, depending on what flours you use, can get some great texture and chew into the products. So this was one of those ones where potato starch is in here. Now, potato starch is one of those items that when blended with brown rice and blended with tapioca, it has a little bit of a chew to it, a little bit of Mm. starchiness. So what it does is this allows you to have a cinnamon roll that has a wonderful texture. Everything else is just like we did at the bakery. So in other words, the filling, it's the brown sugar and the the cinnamon and the glaze. Yes, the the filling is brown sugar, regular sugar, ground cinnamon, butter, and chopped walnuts. That's a very good filling. And then the glaze, confectioner's sugar, milk, and vanilla extract. That's a classic. So now what this does have in it though, which I didn't use at the bakery, which is actually a really good ingredient, is flaxseed meal. Oh yeah. And it's, good for it's you. healthy. Yeah. These rise in an hour and they bake for about fifteen minutes and you're good to go. It makes twelve of them and what a good brunch item. We are going to get to your brownies. I want we, another one. We just <laughs> ate these oh and they are the black knock bean ones. out brownies. One is dark beer and one is black beans as an essential ingredient. You do not know. You cannot no tell. Clue. Robert, to what degree? We're going to get to that in a minute. The recipes are here in the book. To what degree do you cook food and not mention that anything is gluten free? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Secrets being revealed. Yeah, it's being revealed on this show. My whole family is going to find out that all my holiday meals, all our cookouts throughout the summer, every event that I do at my house is 100% gluten free. And so I don't tell anyone. And that's what I tell people. Whenever I do lectures, I always say, why are you telling people it's gluten free? You know, if you do a really good job and you have these dishes that are full of flavor, and it's great when somebody at the end of the meal says, you know, that was delicious. Can you share the recipe with me? And you say, sure. And you hand it to them and they say, that's gluten-free? And you say, yes, it is. And, and you know at that point that you've succeeded, especially somebody who 
lives this on wheat and gluten. Yeah. And, you know, I always say, like, we make a soup at the restaurant and say the soup doesn't have any flour or anything with gluten in it. I don't say it's a gluten-free soup. It just happens just to be a soup. soup. It's just soup. But it's, and there's a lot of things we make that don't have gluten in it just by the recipe because there's no flour and, or flour products Chris, in it. Chris, you have started to convert a lot of things that call for flour. You've started to use cornstarch or something else because you're thinking to yourself, you've said to me, yeah. what, what is all this flour doing in things anyway? Yeah. And it's also easier when we have some that's gluten-free that comes in the restaurant, which is a huge population now, to say, oh, that we thickened with cornstarch, so you can have that. Everyone always thickened with roux that were made with wheat flour. But now we're starting to see even commercial companies now are using white rice flour. And the reason they're using white rice flour is because you can actually make a sauce and freeze it. And when you reheat it, it doesn't break. Yep, oh, like so yeah. definitely other this reasons. is cool. This yep. is another reason this book is great. Quick Fix Gluten-Free, Robert Landolfi, back with us. This is his second book. The first one flew out of here. (laughs) People just rave about this book, and we did too. And this one is great because it is Quick Fix Gluten-Free. A lot of classics in here that if you are gluten-sensitive, you long for. We just made, Chris made, your sweet and spicy Korean fried chicken wings. Oh, my God, so good. Uh, So good. And we're talking about milk and sugar and salt and pepper and ground ginger, the chicken wings themselves, a little white rice flour, potato starch, curry powder, sweet onion, olive oil, tomato sauce, red chili sauce, some gluten-free Worcestershire sauce, widely available now, and a little bit of oil for frying these, maybe some chopped green onions on top, which is what Chris did for us. And this is just mixing this up in a bowl. It is. You know, it's interesting. This recipe came from Super Bowl. I mean, I always did buffalo wings, and I like buffalo wings, but there seems to always be something missing. So I wanted a wing recipe that would compete with it. Mm -hmm. What I loved about this recipe, it uses the white rice flour, and the potato starch, we don't realize those ingredients right there have been used in other countries, whether it's Japanese, China, egg, forever. It's just new to us here in the United States. And so now you turn around and you create this sauce that you're going to toss these crispy wings in. And this sauce, again, sweet red chili sauce. You have your Worcestershire sauce, which we were talking about, that umami effect. You know, almost like it just enhances the flavor with the tomato sauce. So it's got this sweet tangy kind of flavor going on, which is just, to me, 10 times better than a buffalo. And we had them on a spinach salad with a little chopped bacon and egg, and it was, oh, it was so delicious. This is one I wouldn't tell anybody. It is one of the best chicken wings I've ever had. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. You put these these out at a party, it's going to be a big empty bowl, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, okay. Here's one that I love. It is the tortilla-crusted flounder. With grilled pineapple salsa. Our grills are coming out now. You're grilling some pineapple. Tortilla-crusted flounder, that means you've got flounder fillets, and you take tortilla chips, corn tortilla chips, of course, and you grind them. Then add in this garlic powder and ground cumin, a little bit of rice flour, and some eggs, and then you make your grilled pineapple salsa, which is so simple to do. That's a great idea because I like the idea of the texture on the outside of the fish and you're using corn chips. This whole recipe is funny because my son, Andrew, who's eight now, 
He eats every meal with chips, corn chips. Mm-hmm. And so it was driving me crazy. I love that And boy. so one day I looked at him, and he likes salsa as well. And I said, you know something? I'm going to use those chips, and I'm going to get him to eat a piece of fish. So I, I put him in a food processor. I put some cumin in there. I kind of seasoned it up. I coated the fish. And then I took his favorite salsa. I put it over the top, and I said, now you're going to eat this without chips. And he's like, what? Like He was in shock. Like, this is not going to happen. And he remember he took the first bite, and it had that crunchy corn kind of flavor yeah. with the salsa. And he's like, this is really really good and i'm like i did it i did it you know? i got him to eat fish <laughs> and gluten-free exactly right. we're, we're gonna tell you how to have this book if you have gluten-free eaters or if you don't these are just good and i can't wait to tell you about the black bean brownies that are killer and beer brownies that are also killer uh, those are coming up. We're happy to tell you how to have this book sent to your door as our thanks for supporting the Faith Middleton Show. It's my job to curate, to find things that we think are exceptional. On this show, that's what we do. We want you to get right to finding things that are terrific. And if you are gluten-free or you just want really good food and you're thinking, what do I need all that flour and wheat in my diet for anyway? Maybe you're a little on the paleo side. Here you go. This is Quick Fix Gluten-Free by Robert Landolfi, and he is a a Johnson & Wales grad. He is culinary director at the University of Connecticut where how many people, how many students are you serving? Well, we feed in excess of about 185,000 meals a week. It's it's just crazy. He has to make delicious food. And a large portion of it is now gluten-free. And a large portion of it is gluten-free. Yeah, and at his, yes, and because it's necessary for the students, at his home, wife celiac, kids who have gluten sensitivity, he needs to come up with, as a trained chef, food that is really good. He never even tells people that these recipes are gluten-free and nobody suspects a thing. All right, we are going to send this book to your door as our thanks. Maybe it's going on to someone you know who is gluten-sensitive or uh, gluten-free or somebody who just likes great food. Here is the toll-free number for a pledge of $6 a month. This book is yours with our thanks. 1-800-584-2788. Lori Mack. Hello. Or you can go online to WNPR.org and click on the red donate button. We're just going to take a few minutes out of the show right now, and we can't wait to get back to this. <laughs> the brownies, right? <laughs> the brownies. I am not a gluten-free eater. However, I think I'm going to become one <laughs> after those brownies. Yeah. They're amazing. And you started off the segment talking about the sugar glazed cinnamon rolls. I would like to have those next. I really, really (laughs) would like to have those next. This is our way of saying thank you for your support. We couldn't do this without you. All the programming that you hear comes from you and us. You help us to keep the programming here with your financial support. We like to do our jobs the best that we possibly can. We keep looking for ideas. We keep asking each other, what should we do next? How do we approach this particular topic? Faith does an excellent job with her program. She brings you unbelievable ideas and unbelievable cookbooks like the one we're hearing about today. This is Robert Landolfi's Quick Fix Gluten-Free Cookbook. It can be yours as our way of saying thank you. 
at $6 a month, 1-800-584-2788. Or again, you can go online to WNPR.org. If you're a gluten-sensitive person or gluten-free, the more recipes, the better. Now we have a chef doing it. And this is a whole other ballgame because he knows what it means when I say to him, some of these gluten-free things taste the kind of chemically, and he said, oh, I know. I've had to find my way around that, and I have. In the book, you'll find Belgian waffles, buttermilk pancakes, very berry muffins, mm. the ultimate breakfast cookie, sweet cheese crepes with caramelized peaches and granola, spinach, bacon, and cheddar pie, blueberry and cream cheese, French toast strata, gone completely nuts granola, maple glaze grilled fruit And that's just in the brunch section. Coming up, we have all kinds of things, including these brownies that we've all been raving about. We will send this to your door with our thanks. We try and pick a great thank you gift for you. And because it deserves attention on the show, because it's so excellent. This is one of those cookbooks. I love this. We've just been eating the food from the book. Three different things. Fantastic. Toll free. 1-800- 584 2788. Bring your charge card to the phone. It makes it easier. You can do $6 a month. You can do a one time contribution. You can do a dollar a day club. There are gifts for you to pick out in addition to the book, whatever you would like to do. But please call. Also, you can pledge online at WNPR. Dot O-R-G. And we so appreciate it if you do. And I think you've done it again with this book. I think this is a really great choice. Oh, and thanks to Robin, she's provided us with some really interesting statistics. So there's an estimated one in 100 people worldwide that experiences celiac disease. That's a lot of people. I was a little surprised about that. 2.5 million Americans are undiagnosed. Really interesting. Thank you for that, Robin. Yeah, Robin Doyen-Aiken, our senior producer. Lori Mack, a very valued and deservedly treasured WNPR reporter. So we've got the best people on the show. Chris Prosperi of Metro Beast Restaurant here, a senior contributor to the show, and Robert Landolfi, our author. This is food for everybody, not just the gluten-free members of the house. 1-800-584-2788. Because Robert's trained in having to please a lot of palates, thousands and thousands of students at UConn who eat six meals a day, including the people with allergies of all kinds, including gluten intolerance and celiac. So the guy is a wonder, I think. Here's the total free number, $6 a month. This book is yours or for someone you love. 1-800-584-2788. Thanks, and we'll be right back. Okay, hope that first bite of the food schmooze felt like a hot biscuit with butter coming your way. Feel free to tell your food-loving friends worldwide they can enjoy the show and our online site at foodschmooze.org. Here's your second bite. Cornbread said, now that's all right. Meet me on the corner tomorrow night. You know how 
like there are restaurants that can't take a special thing that they have off the menu because people would go insane. There'd be, be, be riots if they took a certain dish or two off the menu. That, that's our dish. That <laughs> is our dish, the beans and cornbread song. It is impossible to take that off the show because kids love it. And, and it's so, gluten-free. <laughs> How's that, free. right? That's very good. All right, Robert Landolfi oh. is our special guest. He is a Johnson & Wales culinary grad and head of food service at University of Connecticut, serving thousands of students every week. His newest book called Quick Fix, Gluten-Free. It is terrific, just like his last book on the show, and as we get into the next recipe here, and I'm, I'm excited about this, doesn't matter whether you're gluten-free or not. I love meatloaf. I know so many of you do as you're listening. I love this idea of using turkey and then spinning it with the tart apple, Robert. So onions and garlic and Granny Smith apples and the ground turkey, of course, and parsley, a little bit of light cream or half and half. Ketchup is a secret ingredient. You use that Worcestershire sauce that is gluten-free now and gluten-free Italian seasoned breadcrumbs and a little bit of barbecue yeah, sauce. You know this recipe right here? This is comfort is really what it's all about. And, you know, I've, I love meatloaf. Hmm. We still serve it, you know, on campus, and the kids absolutely love it. Who doesn't? This version right here, my wife wanted one that was, you know, made with turkey. She's a huge fan of ground turkey. And, and so, to me, apples with that kind of sweet tart kind of flavor mixed with the turkey makes for just a, a wonderful flavor in meatloaf. You'll notice here I use the Italian seasoned breadcrumbs, and that's the key right there, the gluten-free ones, because these days you can actually purchase the gluten-free breadcrumbs, which that's is cool. nice because I used to have to make them all yeah. the time. You used to mm-hmm. have to take your bread, dry it out in the oven, and then put it through a food processor. So now this is a nice convenience. A couple item. of companies doing great ones, Alea's yeah. Yeah, in Old Sabre, Connecticut. Yeah, yep. Wonderful job doing them. You could also use Udi's bread and make your own, couldn't you? You can. Udi's bread works great. But you can um, buy gluten-free breadcrumbs You can now. buy gluten-free. You know, another thing that works really well if you don't have any of that home is um, rice checks. You know, you oh, can put yeah. them through a food processor. Oh. Yeah, you put that right in there. It's a great hey, binder. Hey, that's yep. a good idea. See, you know what? I think I just figured something out. We've done other books, and I've done recipes from books that are gluten-free. And I don't know. It's hit and miss. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're okay. And I just figured out why his are always so good. Because he has to eat it too, right? So you're uh, cooking gluten free. Your whole house is gluten free, right? Eat you're it not. Every day. You're not making this just for your family. This is your dinner, your lunch, your breakfast as well. You bring up a good point. When I first, <laughs> when I first started, uh-huh. I remember when I tried to entertain, I would do two completely different meals. I was killing myself yeah. in the kitchen. I was tired and I was stressed. Yeah. And I said, that's it. I'm going to become the master I'm of I'm going to make this so good. This, this is going to be. I can eat it. Is, I will. Exactly. <laughs> you know how you have French cuisine? This is gluten-free cuisine right yeah. here. You know? <laughs> hey, baked stuffed shrimp is one of those things that you want so much when you're cruising down a menu. At least that's true for me. And you think, oh, I can't have that because the breadcrumbs. And sometimes the gluten-free breadcrumbs aren't quite the same in terms of texture. You've done this fascinating thing, which is to do a golden walnut baked stuffed shrimp. You've given me the texture back. You know, I'm not going to lie. I worked at a high-end country club when I first got out of culinary school. Yeah. I kind of stole this recipe. It wasn't yeah. gluten-free then. I converted it. <laughs> yeah. But this was one of our biggest sellers was this walnut baked stuffed shrimp. And so what it is is you actually, the walnuts themselves, you grind them up basically almost into like an almond meal. Wow. And then you mm. combine it with your 
glutino crackers, which are almost like yep. a Ritz, like a buttery cracker. Yep. You got your celery, your butter, that's your crab That's how you meat. duplicate it right there. That's it. That's the key. And it's funny because when you bake it, there's so much good crab oil meat, and white fat wine. flavor from the almonds yeah. or the, um, the walnuts. Almonds. It's delicious. It's so wow. rich. At first, when you first take a bite, you go, mm. man, that is some of the richest stuffing I've ever eaten. What is that? And you're not quite sure if it's walnuts. You're not quite yeah, sure. Yeah. This, but is, it's, it's amazing. this is one of those things that's where who good. cares whether this is gluten-free or not? It's just really good. It's just really a great idea. I've not made that yet, but I can promise you probably this coming weekend <laughs> that is going to be on my table. Quick Fix Gluten-Free, Robert Landolfi, who is a trained chef, grilled mojo pork tenderloin or moho, grilled moho pork tenderloin. The pork tenderloins, olive oil, salt and pepper, fresh oregano, and your moho sauce. This is the key right here. I mean, to me, pork tenderloin itself is good. You don't need a lot of seasoning. Just a little salt and pepper on it. Throw it on the grill. You're good to go. Maybe some fennel seeds. Some fennel seeds, wonderful. But now what's going to accompany it? And the whole key here is really this mojo sauce. We have a lot of citrus going on here with that orange juice and that lime juice, cilantro, cumin. Those are some of my Mm, favorite flavors. Me too. And so I make this. You grill it till it's perfect. Touch pink in the middle. Slice it, and you just ladle the sauce right Mm, over the top on a platter. This is a really good cookbook, gluten-free or not. This is just really good food. Let me get to the brownies, okay, because... (laughs) I want another brownie. And then we'll move back. Why didn't we bring them in here to the interview? They're in the other room, and it's so close, I can smell them. (laughs) Here we go. Robert has created these two versions of brownies that are so fabulous, and one of them is a bittersweet black bean brownie. You have no idea that black beans are in this. The texture is beautiful. There's no metallic taste. Incredibly chocolatey. Pecans are in there, if you can have nuts. And there's also a beer brownie, and that gives it a slightly cakier texture. So we're going to talk about these two recipes. A lot of the recipes we're talking about are on our website, foodschmooze.org. And if you have favorite gluten-free recipes or dishes at restaurants. If you want to talk about that with us on Facebook, we would love to hear that. We really support this. So Faith Middleton, Food Schmooze on Facebook. Okay, Robert Landolfi, very shortly we're going to tell people how to have this book as our thank you gift for supporting this show and everything you enjoy on WNPR. Bittersweet bean brownies. You don't even tell people, do you? I don't even tell people. And what's amazing about these brownies is there's no flour no gluten-free flour even in these brownies. Yep. And what's great about this is it's the black beans themselves. You don't realize they're high in protein. There's enough fiber in them to give them that texture. You could tell when you actually had that. I said to him, where is this texture coming from if there's no flour in here? I have to admit that when Robin sent the email out that he was making these and bringing them in, I was like, huh. Uh, I wasn't excited at all. You, you I was like black bean brownie. Oh, great. Well, at least I don't like dessert. <laughs> you were thinking old school kind I, of. I just, yeah. And yeah, Oh, 60s, my God. I have food. two of them and I want another. They're phenomenal. So can of black beans drained and rinsed, sugar, eggs, vegetable oil, unsweetened cocoa powder, vanilla extracts, some instant coffee granules, baking powder, salt, chocolate chips, and chopped pecans or walnuts if you can have nuts. I mean, this is a brownie you can give to your kids 
and not feel guilty about. I mean, I feed this to my kids for breakfast, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's high in protein. Sure, there's some sugar in there, a little bit of sugar, but overall, it's a very healthy version. And so I don't mind sending this to school with If them. you're paleo, Robert, is there something you could, because refined sugar for paleo people, not a good idea. I would lean towards coconut sugar. That's yeah, what I, you, I, I love coconut it's sugar. Good. It really is. I know what I'm making for the next dinner party where I'm supposed yeah. to bring and dessert. And not telling or, anybody, right? No, why and would not I? not telling anyone. I just brought you brownies. And then at the end, say, yeah. because I oh, want them like to those? know how incredible did this like can those? be. Okay. <laughs> now, here's Bard's Gold Beer Brownies. These are chocolate again with these kind of caramel undertones. And that comes from the beer. You're choosing a gluten-free beer called Bard's Gold? I am. I'm choosing a Bard's Gold I've Beer. I've never had that. But again, you know, you can probably get away with using whatever your favorite gluten-free beer is. I like that is. Spanish beer, yeah, uh, that Dora. That would be yeah. perfect for this recipe. Would it? Yeah, because okay. really what you're doing is when you add the molasses to it and you whisk it together, take a sip of it. It will remind you of Guinness. And, yeah. and that's kind of that, that flavor profile yeah, that you're going for. These are kind of Guinnessy. these brownies. They're dark. and they're, So you have your gluten-free beer, your choice, molasses, eggs, sugar, butter, semi-sweet chocolate pieces, a little bit of white chocolate, gluten-free flour, and then unsweetened cocoa powder. This has a good rise in it. It does. Originally, when I did these brownies, it was for a St. Patrick's Day get together and so we we're trying idea. to build the did meal did you call him guinness yes yeah. Yeah. Well, mock, mock, mock guinness. guinness yeah quotation marks yeah. guinness oh that was really good smart idea okay here's what we're going to do we're coming up to our break to tell you how to get this book sent either to your door or to someone you care about. Maybe it is a gift. It is absolutely fantastic gluten-free recipes, but the kind that are so delicious, any of us can eat these recipes. They're just good, quick fix, gluten-free and Robert Landolfi, the author of this, Chris Prosperi, our senior contributor on the show. Lori Mack. Well, hey. Well, hey. I can't wait to try the turkey meatloaf with apples. That sounds yeah, that's amazing. Your, that's your kind of thing, I Walnut think. Walnut baked stuffing shrimp. Oh, yeah. Okay. So even though we just ate, I'm, I'm really hungry again, which is what you do to a lot of people. Yeah. And if you are like me. <laughs> and, and to you myself. And, yeah, and to me, too. And if you're like me and you listen to this program and you enjoy what you hear, this is a great opportunity to take the time to support this programming. We need your support to continue. Maybe you're a foodie. Maybe you just like the sound of Faith's voice. I hear that a lot from people. She has such a wonderful, soothing voice. Yes, she does. This is an opportunity to say thanks for what you do, Faith. And in return, we'd like to say thanks to our listeners for supporting this station. So nice of you. If you want to call with a contribution of $6 a month, we'll be happy, happy to send you this great book, Robert Landolfi's Quick Fix Gluten-Free Cookbook, 1-800-584-2788. You can bring your credit card to the phone. It'll be quick and easy, I promise. Quick and painless, I should say. Or you can go online to WNPR.org. $6 a month gets you this wonderful cookbook. If that's not a comfortable level for you, we get that. We really do. And you can come in at any level that's comfortable for you. That's what we're here to remind you of. It doesn't have to be a particular level. It's whatever feels comfortable for you. It all goes toward our overall goal. The number to call is 1-800-584-2788.
1-800-584-2788. And as Lori has reminded you, Lori Mag, you can do this online. Many people prefer that. Go to wnpr.org and you'll see the button. Right. And you can pick out something, make a contribution. It's my job to curate things for the show, and that includes during fundraising. And we choose things we really love and that speak to the richness of life, a celebration of that, and just first-rate quality. This book is fantastic. So, Lori, there is a recipe in here for pretzel-crusted tilapia with a Dijon cream sauce. Hungry. I love anything with a crispiness on the outside. And so we've got... A pretzel crusting, and when you're gluten-free, you think, oh, I can't have those. But, of course, they make gluten-free pretzels now. Robert is wisely using these as an outside coating for the tilapia, just as he used the crushed corn chips for the flounder. It's just a great idea. You've got a little crispiness going on, and you've got that rich umami Dijon sauce for your fish. Wonderful. He's a genius. He's a good guy, this guy. (laughs) Okay, the recipe book is filled with things. There is a Creole sausage and shrimp with creamy grits. Grandma Nancy's stuffed peppers. Nancy Shore, she makes a mean stuffed pepper. I love stuffed peppers, and she's going to have to make those for me. Plum barbecued baby back ribs. Spinach and ricotta cheese, eggplant roulade, the Uditella. This is Udi's whole grain bread with Nutella hazelnut spread, which is gluten free, banana, and a little butter on the toasted bread. And you have the Uditella. Great title. Is that a good sandwich? That's I think a Udi's great is going to be stealing that really pretty fast. <laughs> or Robert's going to be able to retire mm-hmm. when they get their hands on this. Thank you so much for listening to all of us and for being part of the Food Schmooze. And we we want you to call right now with a contribution of $6 so I get the pleasure of sending this book to you. 1-800-TOLL-FREE-584-2788. And thanks. We have one more mouthwatering bite of the food schmooze coming up. Here's something great to know about. Sign up for the app called NPR One. Just download it from the iPhone App Store or your Android device. And once you do, you can set WNPR as your local station. Couldn't be easier. Download the free app NPR One and start listening. Let's party on more food schmooze. Middleton, it's great to have you listening to this fresh edition and special edition of The Food Schmooze featuring the book Quick Fix Gluten-Free. Our senior producer is Robin Doyen Aiken. Chris Prosperi of Metro Beast Restaurant is with us. Robert Landolfi is our guest. He is from Connecticut, Yukon Culinary Director, serving thousands and thousands of students every single week. Culinary school grad. He really knows what he's doing. These are just 
delicious recipes as we get into more of them, including how to make savory Swedish meatballs. The book is Quick Fix Gluten-Free. It's Robert's second book. doesn't matter if you're gluten-free or not. This is just good food. And Chris made the genius point that Robert, a trained chef, realized instead of making two meals, he needed to make gluten-free food good enough so that he enjoyed himself. <laughs> and we are all to benefit from this. Savory Swedish meatballs. I'm eating gluten-free. I feel better that way, I realize. And so I, I look at my, my Swedish meatballs that I key longingly. <laughs> and now and you can have them. Now I can make them. <laughs> you make them the real old-school Italian way. I do. You know, every summer I used to spend the summers with my grandmother, Grandma Anna. And I remember standing there. She'd have her nani dress on, you know, in the yeah. kitchen. And she would cook all day long. And one of the things I noticed when she did her Italian meatballs is she would soak her bread in milk. And I remember it intrigued mm-hmm. me because she wasn't using breadcrumbs. And when I asked her, why, why do you do that? And she said, it actually binds the meatball, but it makes it softer, a better texture to the meatball. And so when I went to do the savory Swedish meatballs, I said, you know, I'm going to use some of the, you know, Udi's bread and I'm going to soak it in the milk just like That's she did. That's UDI. It's, yeah. a, it's yep. a particular company and many people who eat gluten-free happen to, there are many companies that do this, but we happen to, you know, I think they do make the best out I, there commercial. Yeah. yeah. So you soak the bread you in soak milk. soak the bread in and then you incorporate it in. And again, when I'm incorporating it in with all my onions and I do the beef pork blend. Nice. I, I believe in the pe- yeah, beef pork blend is important pork. for flavor and yeah. also texture. And Swedish meatball, yeah. Especially in a Swedish meatball. Yeah. And then you get all those great spices going. You have your allspice in there, your dry mustard, your nutmeg. And what's great about this is after you sear off your meatballs and you get that kind of caramelization on the outside, mm-hmm. this is where you use that white rice and make a white rice roux. You can actually take the meatballs out of the pan and you sprinkle your white rice in and you scrape the bottom of the pan, the white rice flour. And that's your white rice roux. And then you add in your beef stock, your sour cream. And the key here, though, and this is just my personal preference, is that red currant jelly. That makes it. It does. That just brings it all together. Wow, that's a great idea with the rice. And that white rice flour roux you can use in any sauce, right? You can use it in mac and cheese sauces. You can use it in everything. Once you you learn how to do Alfredo's, white rice roux are just the the greatest (gasps) thing. Wow, I can't wait and to Faith have And can these. have her Swedish meatballs. Yes. The other thing, <laughs> and so can you. The I other thing I want to mention about this book, though, is you know I know a lot of times sometimes people are intimidated because it's create, these recipes are created by a chef. But you have to understand all these ingredients in here, these are ingredients that honestly everyone can find at your local grocery store. There's nothing in here mm-hmm. that's, you know, you're going to have to go to any specialty markets or anything like that. And it's also called Quick Fix because, again, I'm just like everyone else. I come home, I've got, three kids who have to go off to baseball, karate, drama. And so I needed meals that I could quickly pull off in like a half hour, 40 minutes. And that's where this book kind of came from. Oh, I love that, that, that you do that, Robert. Um, onion rings, something where if you're in a restaurant, you say to yourself, yeah, well, no, I skip right by that. Uh, sesame coconut onion rings with an orange marmalade dipping sauce. Now, this idea of... Um, this is actually from your first cookbook, isn't it? Because the, these were – were these in the first Those one? weren't. Because your onion um, rings were of such a big hit in that first cookbook. These are very similar. The only difference here is um, it's got the uh, shaved coconut in it. It's got some sesame seeds in it. So, so what happens It's is like a coconut shrimp yeah, idea, Exactly. Right? That's exactly so what good. it is. So it's got a, a different texture, and it's got a little bit more of that, you know. Crunch? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the coconut, right? The coconut. Serves exactly. as that crunch. It seems like he really added in this book all – all the things that someone with celiacs or someone that is going gluten-free would miss. 
right? The That's a good that, point. The things that your wife craves, right? Exactly. That she's like, I haven't had this and I can't eat this anymore. You're a chef. I married you. Can you make this for me? <laughs> Can you help me? That's right. Happy wife, happy yep, life. Yep, that's what that's I tell her. No, that is really true. We uh, we should yeah. have. It really turns out to be true. This is like I could save you a million dollars in uh, couples counseling. Yep. Uh, so uh, there's a cherry walnut quinoa salad. There is um, a bacon, lettuce, and tomato wedge salad. We are great fans of the BLT salad around here. Um, there is fried green tomato salad with garlicky herb cheese and white beans, uh, a garlicky Caesar dressing, and herbed croutons. You can make your own. Uh, then you, you make that perfect Caesar salad with the herb croutons, and you're good to go. A lot of people who are gluten-free go into a restaurant, and they say, may I please just have the Caesar salad no without the crispiness yeah. of the the croutons to to crunch on and those are in there for a reason uh and so you know that's a little bit of a loss and here you go this is how to do it uh there are sharp cheddar potato croquettes a cheesy crab spinach and artichoke dip sesame coconut onion rings with the orange marmalade dipping sauce back to that again because i just think that is so terrific but i'm a fan of um those peanut chicken skewers you know where you have this tangy peanut butter and you robert you do this these tangy peanut butter chicken skewers i I just saw it on page 33 where there's boneless chicken breasts uh, strips and then um, wooden skewers or whatever skewers you've got, the creamy peanut butter and gluten-free chicken broth, you, easily available in any supermarket, gluten-free soy sauce, any supermarket, garlic and fresh lime juice, brown sugar, uh, ground ginger, a little cayenne, some fresh cilantro or, or, or parsley if you don't like cilantro tangy peanut butter chicken skewers. So you're making a sauce, right? A you're making sauce. a sauce. And again, this comes from, in our house, you know, peanut butter is just, yeah. we go through tubs <laughs> of it. And so, you know, I was looking at it saying, okay, you know, this would be really cool because, you know, peanut butter on chicken, you know, everyone loves it, especially when you get that soy sauce in there, you get a little mm. bit of that kind of sweet and savory thing going on. And so these, I love to do these for um, like a hors d'oeuvres at a party. And you, know, you refer to them as like chicken lollipops. And, you know, you just see, it's great to watch everyone walking around. They're just picking them up and they're just dipping them in that sauce yeah. it's just got a great flavor great texture um and again what's nice about this is this is a naturally gluten-free um dish so again these aren't breaded chicken this is you're using you know your your regular chicken breast and cut it into strips um again like you, you summed it up it's really easy to get gluten-free uh chicken broth these days um gluten-free soy sauce it's right there on the front of the label so all these ingredients are easy to get and Blend it together. It just makes for a and great appetizer. And it tastes exactly like the other soy oh. sauce, by the way. I think this is why I'm starting to really love this book. It's because it really opens up your mind to it's okay to eat gluten-free. You can do it. And it really makes you think about where what you have to change and the little things you have to do. And well, that dish is a good example. It's not a lot of stuff you have to do. Chris, mm-hmm. Gluten-free is... broth, gluten-free soy sauce, boom, you're done. All of a sudden a dish, now all the weight's gone and you made a great meal. You know what? Even for people who are concerned about weight loss, mm-hmm. the, there are carbs that are in a way kind of loose, useless. The carbs in fruits and vegetables, wonderful, but they're kind of useless. And I don't know why we have resorted in this old sort of French Italian way to using its overemphasis on wheat flour. I don't even know why we're doing that. And so here is a way to kind of get out of that. I, I mean, it's like good for everybody. 
Chris, and you've taught me that there's too much of it in our foods anyway mm-hmm. that you don't even have to tell people in a restaurant. You substitute in yep. other things for these flowers that we've been using for years. Yep. And no, and there's no difference. And no, there's no, no difference. There's no one that says a thing. Nope. And if you say, look, I'm gluten-free or celiac, you say, yeah. um, you're all I set don't, in I here. don't tell anyone my sauces are gluten-free. Except yeah. if they're if they're a gluten free person, I say no. You can have that. That's gluten free. But I don't post that all my sauces are gluten free. And why because not? I because cornstarch and rice flours and it has a bad reputation, right? Sometimes you think, oh, it's not going to taste the same. Just like with those when he, the black bean br- gluten free black bean brownie, I was like, no, thank you. And it's I still, so I'm sitting here. I still want another one. Crazy, <laughs> delicious so texture, unbelievable yeah. with the nut. Cra- yeah. Oh. It's I would really have just called those That's on our brownies. website, foodschmooze.org. <laughs> Can I just talk with you, Robert, on, on page 58 about the, I think coleslaw, it, this is just my, my mm-hmm. feeling, that coleslaw needs a lot of help. I'm never satisfied with it. I feel like, what's missing? This is just a little, fruit. this is just me talking. Yeah. It's a little bit boring. I, what, what should be in here? And sometimes I'll try it as a hot coleslaw, and I get mm-hmm. sort of fancy that way. Let's see. How about that? But you got me, Robert, when you did this recipe, blue cheese pear coleslaw. I thought, now I know what I'm trying to get at. This is how you start to to twist in some things into the the um, the cabbage that makes this really interesting. Exactly. I mean, I'm a huge fan of coleslaws, and what this basically was here is, um, I remember we did a um, I was doing pulled pork, and I mm. wanted a slaw that was a little different. And so, mm. what I love about this one is, you know, it has the acidity from the lemon juice and the vinegar, but then now you incorporate in those bosque pears which are just sweet. Mm. And then you get your nice blue cheese going in there. That's and the flavor. You just put that right on top of some pulled pork, yeah, you know, and pork. it's just amazing. But let me just say, you've got a mixture, which is a nice mixture of a little sour cream, a little mm-hmm. buttermilk, and a little mayo. So those three together, you've got shredded carrot in your coleslaw mix. And I got a touch, just a touch of sugar in there to sweaten it up. Because I, I like my, my you like white a wine little bit sweet. Oh, you do? I'm, I'm a little... Uh, yeah, I'm a little yeah. on the tart side, yeah, but, like the but that's okay. Side, yeah. You could, you yeah. do this the way you want to do it. You adapt <laughs> it to make it your own. That kind of thing I like having on a, on a corn tortilla, like a taco, a soft oh, taco. yeah. You put oh. the pork in there, then the coleslaw, and then you sort of roll it up and eat it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my you know God. I'm sorry, but uh, there's blue cheese and pear in here. And this, this right is, here. This is like the coleslaw of my dreams. This would be great in a taco shell because you know, taco shells yeah. are gluten-free made out of corn. Yeah. So if you're doing tacos at home, whether it's chicken tacos, pork tacos, anything, this is a great is topic. This is a beautiful vegetarian taco. I mean, really fantastic. Uh, Okay, I'm having (laughs) the best time. Very shortly, we're going to tell you how to have this book sent to you or someone you care about. Uh, It is our thank you gift to you for supporting this show, the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze, and for supporting what you love on WNPR, commercial-free public radio. We do these fundraisers uh, several times a year to um, because we are commercial-free and to keep going and to focus on programming about the richness of life and things that we hope mean something in our communities. Uh, It is a privilege to do this work and to make you happy. So if you have suggestions for us, we want to hear them. I'm with Robert Landolfi, who's author of this new book of his, the second one. He was on for the first one, Quick Fix Gluten-Free. 
my job is to curate things that we love. Chris Brasberry is here, our senior contributor from Metro Beast Restaurant in Simsbury, Connecticut. He loves this, too. Love that book. Yeah, it's really fantastic. And we are going to tell you now, as promised, how to have this book sent to your door. And as we do that, I'm going to also tell you about some of the recipes that we didn't get to discuss. But don't forget, go to our website and see the recipes that Robert has graciously provided for you at foodschmooze.org to give you a feeling about the book. Right now, for $6 a month, this is our thank you gift to you. It keeps us on the air. Toll free, 1-800-584-2788. Someone I respect to such a degree, I have no words for it. Mm-hmm. Lori Mack. And uh, right back at you. one eight hundred five eighty four twenty seven eighty eight is the number. We're interrupting this programming for a few minutes to talk to you. This is all about you. You are our biggest supporter. If you've been meaning to become a member of WNPR, a member of our wonderful community, I might add, this is the time. The time is now. Don't put it off any longer. If you enjoy any of the programming that you hear on this station, we're asking you to show your support. And you can do that with a contribution at any level that's comfortable for you. We just ask that you do. Is it worth an occasional splurge? Let's talk coffee and donut for a second. <laughs> or let's maybe, let's maybe, that's a splurge. That's a definite splurge for me. Skip the front. And you front, gotta have it. And you gotta have it. There's a, there's a place down the street now that's selling uh, square donuts, just uh-huh, FYI. Uh-huh. Uh, you can maybe skip your Friday night pizza and contribute that amount <laughs> instead or do it all or do it all that's Have right everything and contribute that amount instead to your public radio station <laughs> wnpr uh, you can bring your credit card to the phone we make it as quick and painless as possible you can call 1-800-584-2788 or you can go to wnpr.org and click on the red donate button again we try to make this really simple 1-800-584-2788 is the number Lori, here is the thing uh and, and chris and robert your shrimp egg rolls mm. the, they make 18 and these are gluten-free egg rolls. You go to a Chinese restaurant, if you're gluten-free, they, you just say, well, of course I cannot have that. And these are crunchy and tasty, and they're filled with shrimp and these seasoned vegetables. They're delicious. They are fun to make. You can get your kids or your friends involved in this. And so you've got this fun activity. He tells you how to make the wrappers. This is not hard at all. You throw these ingredients together, and you have you fry them in a little bit of oil, and you have the wrappers, and then you do the filling, and you're good to go with this beautiful dipping sauce, shrimp egg rolls, can be yours. So we've got that recipe in here. one eight hundred six dollars a month as a contribution. Our thank you gift to you is this book, Quick Fix Gluten-Free, 1-800-584-2788. Listening to WNPR gives you a sense of belonging. You're a part of a community. You're part of a community of listeners just like you. Maybe you've talked about some of the stories or shows you've heard on WNPR at the dinner table with your family, which would be very appropriate if you're listening to this show, or with your friends and colleagues. Maybe you've gone home and made one of the many recipes Faith has talked about and shared with you on the show. If you think about it, making a financial contribution to WNPR is kind of like a recipe. It's an ingredient that we need in order to continue to bring you programs like Faith Middleton's Food Schmooze and all the other great programs you hear on WNPR. Your financial support will enable us to bring you more great recipes and more great topics and more great stories to share with your friends and family. You can do that 
by going to 1-800-584-2788 or the, mm. the uh, website, wnpr.org, and we try to make that very quick. is the number to call. Faith Middleton here with Lori Mack, and I wanted to mention something. It's just not at Thanksgiving that we have stuffing. There are people, and especially in my family, who want stuffing in a chicken all the time. It's delicious. Why do we just do it on Thanksgiving? And Robert has given us a pancetta sausage and mozzarella stuffing that has um, whole grain gluten-free bread in it from Udi's and all kinds of stuff chopped up and herbs and seasoning, chicken broth. Oh, you're going to do a roast chicken, stuff it. How fabulous. Do it on the side if you want. Pancetta sausage and mozzarella stuffing in this book. Quick Fix Gluten-Free, which is our gift to you with our great thanks. Excited about this book. It is flying out of here, and it should. 1-800-584-2788. And thank you.